Brazil is the paradise on earth. Hello, Happy New Year, and welcome to the first Kill James Bond of 2024. I am Alice Gordor Kelly. I'm joined, as always, by my friends Abigail Thorne and Devon. Hey, Happy New Year! How you doing? Happy New Year! We're recording this in the past, and you're listening That's to it right. in the future. And wow. I'm, I'm not going to jinx it. I'm not going to predict anything about 2024. What's it going to be like? No clue. Can't believe no the idea. king died. You know? They're only going to be like three days into 2024 when this comes out. Um, Yeah, but considering how 2023 went... It's crazy what happened, though. Mm. Yeah, yeah. I I mean, it's it's, it's a real shame. But those of you who have survived to listen to our podcast, uh, we appreciate your your continued support into another calendar year. Uh, And we're proceeding, for the time being, with the Euro spy season. The season of solidarity. uh, Because we are... So in solidarity that we're in solidarity even when we don't need to be, unlike, you know, the so-called casuals. Yeah. Solidarity's not just for Christmas. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Unlike <laughs> the, the casuals of the Writers Guild of America. Well, like the Japanese holdouts from the strike just on an island somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's if saving yourself for marriage is holy, saving yourself after marriage has got to be extra holy. And that's what oh, we're yeah. doing by still doing a solidarity strike after the strike has ended. <laughs> We are the Eurospy monks and mm-hmm. nuns, you know, uh, cloistered at a remote abbey. Uh, but so, sorry, we're back at it again with some OSS Sandyset, and this time, it's it's OSS Sandyset mission for a killer or Furia Abaya, where he goes to Brazil. And for, let me tell you, this is the first one of these in the big folder of Eurospy movies the Hogs have found for us that came with a readme. So we are really in neurodivergence country now. Um, this one's good. I really liked. I liked this movie. I thought that this was was competently put together. Yeah, uh, I think mm. it looked pretty. It's I decent. This. I liked the other OSS Sandy set, but this one's good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Co- Cohen Matthews. He asked for too much money, and he fell out with Andre Unabel, and so he was replaced. Replaced with a guy who we'll talk about. Replaced with a straight guy. Mm. Yeah, it's it, not as good an actor either. But uh, this one had a budget, unlike a lot of Eurospy movies, unlike mm-hmm. a lot of movies we've seen recently. This had uh, like a twenty million dollar budget, which for nineteen sixty five is not bad. And they they spent it on some like inventive things. There's some there's some stuff here. You telling me that we're not gonna need to be in Vienna for half of this movie? Oh, thank because God. of budget reasons. <laughs> it's also weirdly Roger Moore-ish because, like, it, it, yes. it's basically the plot. The guy Moonraker. looks like Roger Moore. There's a lot of guys wearing safari it's, suits. It's Moonraker uh, without the space stuff. Like, and mm-hmm. and also we open with a skiing scene. Earthraker. <laughs> we do. Earthraker. I, I wrote. <laughs> Ra- Raker. Yeah. Just, that's just, just, that's just a gardener, dude. That's not. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Roger Moore in Gardener. <laughs> The constant gardens. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, but so yeah, I even wrote down. It's. It, I guess it wasn't just Roger Moore. Skiers just actually dressed like this back in the day. Yeah. Um, because we we meet OSS Sandyset on holiday in the Alps, having a ski with a hot girl, only to be interrupted by I guess M crashing into yes. him on skis and being like, 
shut the fuck up. Stop having sex with this woman. You have to go and do some spy bullshit now. Yeah, so so Clark from Washington is is here on behalf of M, we surmise. Um and he he knocks over OSS Sunday set deliberately, which is insanely dangerous because like they're skiing in 1965. Nobody's wearing helmets. It would have been very awkward if he'd gone over at a bad angle and just like broken his leg or like hit his head on a hidden rock and fucking killed him. Just perfectly, perfectly Michael Schumacher's if you're head. M there, you yeah. just keep skiing at that point, you're like, whoops, okay. <laughs> Shit, I just <laughs> killed one of our top agents like completely by fucking Yeah, accident. this is a job for OSS 118. Yeah, kill James Bond's safety tip. Wear a fucking helmet when you ski. That's that's mm-hmm. right. But yeah, so he, he takes him back to his hotel room and he shows him some video footage that they have of a guy's plane blowing up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. General Murano. So there's been this yeah. assassination attempt that we caught on tape from multiple angles. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, we weren't expecting this at all. Yeah, the dude got Evgeny Prigozhin. That's crazy. He got like <laughs> that's right. Exploded. What in 4K? A guy, a guy got Evgeny Prigozhin, and then another <laughs> guy got got uh, in a sort of open top procession where a woman handed him the bouquet of flowers that kills you instantly, mm-hmm. which just explodes in his face. Really bad hay fever. Just bam, straight style. out. Mm. Yeah. And so, so Clark goes. These assassins, right? They they always get killed in the course of committing these assassinations. There's been four in you know a month or whatever. Always a suicide bombing, and they're always committed by persons of no prior interest to the intelligence service. Like yes. these people are just like, as far as we can tell, normal. Mm-hmm. He says completely blameless politically, which is interesting. Interesting phrase. Yeah, we we believe they were conditioned by a drug. Yes. And then, then my note is in all caps: you have to stop saying things that sound like doom samples they because they stack they stack up four of them in succession <laughs> in this scene. Every single one of these. A drug that manufactures killers. That's it. Automated assassins under hypnotic suggestion. Like it's, it's, it's something it's something about the cadence and the delivery. Just really once it puts you in mind of that, you can't hear it as anything else. Under hypnotic suggestion. Under hypnotic suggestion. This is a this like sissy hypno gas from Man <laughs> from Uncle. It's yes. the dronification. Like they, they suspect that these people have been given hmm. some kind of drug and then brainwashed into becoming assassins. So head down to Brazil, find shit out. Yeah. Because Brazil is it's a paradise on earth. You're you're gonna be a journalist. Meet this guy who I have a massive photo. Again, of. yeah, fuck yeah, Glo- ten by ten glossy. Yeah, it's it's not even an eight by ten glossy. It's like a, like an A three like photo bill of this guy. Yeah, <laughs> it's just like check this guy out. Some unfurling. Oh. Yeah, yeah. So uh, mm. your your cover is a journalist. Go down there and meet our man Thomas Ellis. He's on his way out. You're relieving him. So get down there. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, and we get some beautiful aerial shots of Rio, which looks gorgeous, we actually. This yeah, yeah, made yeah, me want to yeah. go there. Literally filming this out of the window of the airliner. And there's going to be a few places in this where it's like the sort of touristic aspect of this. It's what Vienna wanted to do with Agent 3S3, mm-hmm. right? Brazil does with... Brazil is a paradise on earth. <laughs> Forgot that Vienna's <laughs> shit. Yeah. Instead, we're all watching the Vienna ones and being like, "I'm not going to Vienna." <laughs> but also, one of the one of the things that Clark says to him in the briefing is just like, because uh, he's like, "Oh damn, I was really enjoying having sex with this girl uh, in in wherever we are now in the Alps." And then he's like, "Ah, oh, there's loads mm. of girls in Brazil. I bet you'll fuck like crazy down there whilst you're meant to be working." He literally does mm-hmm. say this. Yes, because Brazil's paradise. And the guy goes, "I'm not ready to go to paradise just yet." 
Um, this is actually oh, a different kind of first scene because we talk a lot about the, uh, the 009 intro, whereas this is mm. a staple of early Bonds. This is the your main character on holiday getting rudely yeah. interrupted. Yeah, I think Mission Impossible 2 does this, don't they? Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's two ways you can open a movie. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's true. Your character is on a previous adventure. No, it can be your character is on a previous adventure. Your character mm-hmm. is on holiday. Or the third option, 009 is dressed as a clown and gets killed. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. So, so he flies into Rio de Janeiro. And in order to establish cover, the first thing he does is steal a child. Yes. There's, there's a woman there with her three young children, and he just picks up her young son and just carries him, and is mm. just kind of like smiling and nodding throughout. Which yes. she, she doesn't say a fucking word about this. She's thrilled. No, I guess they must have met on the plane, but the idea is that there's this. She's actually just a traveling MILF. She's here with her kids, mm-hmm. and he's like yeah. posing. He's standing near them so that people think he's a dad. Um, and then there's two goons who are watching. One is yes. I called Scarface, and the other is just like a normal guy. Um, yeah, yes. normal, normal guy in Scarface. And Scarface has. The best fake scar work in the business. He's trying too hard. He's got too much going on. <laughs> yeah, he's got like the bleached blonde hair and then like some brown sauce on his face. <laughs> White yeah, the suit. most obvious like rubber scar like glued onto his cheek. It's it's incredible. And I swear it moves position in between shots. Like wrap around shades, like alien eye shaped oh. fucking shades, like sort of oblong. Yeah, every every once in a while we run into someone in these movies who has drip, like mm-hmm. beyond the expectations for that role, and that's that's kind yeah. of this guy in this movie rather than OSS Sandy Snap. Yeah. This is this is your Cunty Josh Award in mm-hmm. excellence, we, I guess. We have so many awards. We can't we can't <laughs> do a, an award just for drip. We'd have to we go can't. back. It's half of what we talk about. The henchman drip commendation, I think. Like this, this is the henchman guy who's doing it. We'll we'll workshop. Yeah, you, you don't, you don't, you don't get like a medal. You get like a little paper slip for it. You know. Mm. Yeah. Um, um. So these two guys observe him arriving with this lady and her kids. And, oh, that can't be OSS Sondi set because he wouldn't bring his family with him on a dangerous mission, right? Um. But then there's an mm-hmm. announcement of the Tana that's like, could Agent OSS Sondi set of the Secret <laughs> Service come to the fucking front desk? It's fully just like Agent OSS. SS117, please use the white courtesy phone. And it's like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So he like reluctantly puts down this child, it's which really is not a sentence I was expecting to have to say about this movie. And he like turns himself into the beautiful Brazilian woman at the at the desk. And he's like, yeah, fucking OSS, I'll do that. It's really up? funny because he's like resolutely ignoring it. And then when he like gives his passport to one of the workers, they're like, I think they're calling for you. And he's like, yeah, okay, all right, fucking. <laughs> <laughs> So, so this woman introduces herself as Consuela Moroni, I guess named after the Mormon angel, mm. and she's like, "Yeah, we'll we'll take you to meet the guy uh, with the massive butt photo, Ellis." She looks, she looks kind of like nineteen sixties me if my hairline was better. I think that's an unkind thing to say about yourself. I'm so but glad you said I yourself. Agree- she looks good. <laughs> <laughs> I, I also agree that this movie—it it gave me 1960s woman dysphoria, as do a lot of these movies. She's definitely so, my yeah. my casting type if I was cis. Mm. Oh yeah. Uh, and she gets in the car with him, immediately tailed by the like blonde guy with but the they've, scar. They've and finally the given guy. my boy a good car. He looks out the fucking window <laughs> and he sees this blonde guy waiting for him in yet another cunty pose. Like just mm. like leaning up against the car, he's got his hands in his fucking pockets. Yeah, it's he gets true. in. He gets in the car with Consuela, and he's he's got some fucking sauce here. I don't want to yeah, be rude. Like he, he he sort of he loses them, and then 
he tries to like riz her up, but the way he does that, he. Um, are you fond of children? Yes, when their mother is pretty. <laughs> By the way, do you have any kids? Yo, OSS Sandy said just rizzed up Consuela. <laughs> Which the nonce quotient of this movie rising alarmingly to be. Like this isn't just a sure. milf thing. The, the the way he delivers. By the way, do you have any kids? It's a little bit like this is D disclosure check. This man. I said he says I like kids if their mother is pretty. And he says, do you have kids? She says, no, no. And he goes, the pity. And, and she goes, why? And he goes, I'd have loved them. <laughs> it's like mm. oh, clever, clever. It's good stuff. He, he does the OSS Sandy set line. He's like the woman oh, of my so. dreams is always a brunette with dark eyes and like. Mm. It's really good. She goes, I bet you say that to all the girls. And he goes, No, no, only the brunettes with dark eyes. <laughs> which we've seen isn't true, but like she's she's also into it, which is nice. Mm. She he doesn't deliver it with the like verve that Cohen Matthews does. He's no. he's too straight for this yeah. mm -hmm. But so so she makes him drive to the port and she's like, Oh, uh, he's just down here, down obviously this is a setup alley. G go ahead, I'll wait in the car. Uh, and kind of knowing that this is a setup, he takes the car keys off her. And then goes into setup alley, where he mm -hmm. immediately dodges. I fucking hate to go into setup alley. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he he dodges like a pallet of like uh, I don't know, fucking sandbags, barrels or and shit. That someone tries to yeah, yeah. they try they try to drop on him from a crane, and as he dodges out of the way, he does a perfect OSS pose, like with the sort of like legs apart, shoulders up, arms out, kind of uh, spy pose. I love the spy pose. Fantastic. <laughs> uh, Every limb half bent. And then uh, three dudes try and attack him, one with a machete. They do. Uh, he gets in a perfect mm -hmm. uncle chop, just like whoosh, between the shoulder blades. Beautiful. Uh, one guy has a bolas, which is great. Like, yeah. very cool. Yeah. Like he to see he a turns bolas. it around on him, too. Yeah, he very he like, cool. uh, wraps the guy's legs up with it. Yeah. It's, it's, it's pretty the good. The fights in this are decent. I don't, I'm not going to say yeah. good, but like they're, for, for what we've seen, they're genuinely pretty impressive yeah, fights. Yeah, for 1965, yeah. Mm -hmm. I think there's one that's good, and the rest are like pretty good. I, I think I know which one is good, yeah. It's, it's, it's the one that's coming up in a minute. But So he gets out of the setup and finds that Consuela is gone. Mm -hmm. The two guys who are sent there to watch him are sitting there in their car going, we could probably just leave, right? We can just leave from this. So he sneaks around them, obtains access to a forklift, and suspends their car in the air just to fuck with them, and then leaves. Which I do appreciate. Yeah, and I, I like that. First of all, I like that he doesn't kill them. He's just like ba da ba da. Yeah. Like he, because he, we see actually for most of this movie, he refrains from killing people unnecessarily. Yeah. But also there's a moment where um Mr. Normal Guy just pulls a gun, and Scarface is like, no, no. Well, remember we've got to make it look like an accident. And my notes say. I hate it when I accidentally get hit with a machete, pipe, and bolus by three separate guys. <laughs> How is that going to look like an accident? He, like, he was going to take a machete to the head. <laughs> and pass the orders along. This is just this is what yeah. happens when you delegate things this all the time. Bad goon management. Yeah, mm -mm. yeah. To be honest, they do not remember that it's supposed to look like an accident for the rest of the movie. Yeah. Yeah, I guess they give up on that after the forklift thing. They're like, fuck it. Fuck. So as yeah. he's driving along, um, he hears on the exposition news network uh, that Ellis has been injured and he's in hospital. Mm. Um, they even say the specific hospital that he's in, yeah. which mm. is a, a little con too convenient. <laughs> 
Um, so he drops his bags off at the hotel and goes straight to the hospital, which again, my favorite, it's good, good work ethic from OSS Sunday set. Bond wouldn't have mm-hmm. fucking bothered. Bond would have like, the lady would have picked up and go, oh, you need to go meet a contact and Bond would go, now nah, I'm going to get a drink first and he'd go to the fucking hotel. OSS, straight to work. Very industrious. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. So he, he goes to the, the hospital, immediately detects another woman who is asking for Ellis by name. Mm-hmm. And he just kind of like, Nonces his way onto a lift with her. Mm. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> d- d- don't do this. this don't is, uh, try and uh, riz up strange women in confined spaces. It's a beautiful blonde woman named uh, Anna Maria. She kind of looks a bit like your girlfriend. <laughs> she does <laughs> a little bit. She does. I've yeah. Uh, she's she's very beautiful. Mm-hmm. Which you know we appreciate mm-hmm. on this on this podcast. What about it? And. She's she's going in to see the exact same guy. Um, she because... found him by the side of the road. She's mm-hmm. just yeah. a stranger. He got car bombed, and she, I guess, like rescued him from being car bombed because he was car bombed insufficiently. Mm. He was just like thrown clear of the car bomb. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, the, the other guy who was with him was like car bombed to a permanent end. Yeah, if you don't wear a seatbelt, you'll just be thrown clear of the explosion. <laughs> yeah, it's actually safer in quite a lot of cases. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Kill James One's safety tip: Do not wear a seatbelt. You should have like one and a half drinks as well before you get in the car, just to like really clear up your decision making. Yeah. To relax yeah. you, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. So she, the guy's going into surgery, as they find out from the world's least helpful nurse, <laughs> who just goes past them and she's like, "Yeah, he's in surgery. Is it serious?" Uh, no. She goes, "I don't <laughs> think so." <laughs> Well, it's probably pretty serious if, she, if he's going You're off. not supposed to tell people that, either. Like, that's confidential medical information. She's <laughs> very loose with that. Yeah, minor yeah. sort of surgery. What were nurses doing in the 60s that they were just like this, whereas now if you just say, excuse me, where is this patient? A nurse would be like, who the fuck are you? Get out. <laughs> Do not mm. fuck with nurses. Kill James Bond's safety tip. <laughs> I, I will say for, for the... For the sake of just observing these things, that every nurse in this hospital was a impossibly beautiful, b wearing stiletto heels to work. This is true. Which return with a v. Mm. I mean, it must have been exhausting. Yeah, it's, but it's, it's like, strange. They sent this guy to the sexy hospital when he died. <laughs> like the fucking carry on. When, when I go to any hospital, I go to as the sexy <laughs> he's, hospital. He's gone to the Winter Kills um, <laughs> Hospital where the nurses are all sexy porn nurses and fuck you. <laughs> Anywhere I go is a conjugal visit. <laughs> <laughs> so, so they're prepping him for surgery. And by the way, I do note that anesthesia equipment used to look a lot more fetishy. There's a lot of like mm. rubber and straps involved in this contraption. Yeah. I fucking love this. Kronstein Rosette yes! to this guy. <laughs> this guy rocks. <laughs> Genuinely. <laughs> this guy has one mission. Please. <laughs> He's going to fulfill it. <laughs> The doctor's like, you know, so scissors, clamps, forceps, a nine millimeter Luger. What? And then a guy with a nine millimeter Luger bursts in, shoots the guy on the operating table, <laughs> kills which is Ellis incredible. first and foremost. <laughs> yeah, just stone dead. Mm-hmm. And then the surgeon and I guess the anaesthetist both go for him. Yeah, like really respect in, that in self defense. <laughs> Hugely respectful, they just went for him. I don't know what they train these doctors to do. The surgeon's got a scalpel, like, what's the anaesthetist gonna do? I, I don't know. Fucking put him to sleep, I guess. Yeah. Like, count backwards from a thousand, motherfucker. He's coming at you with the mask. 
Are you allowed to kill in self-defense as a doctor? It's like You're allowed to anesthetize in self-defense. Yes. I swore I'd do no harm, but I was thinking I'm back. I'm back with the old me. <laughs> it takes both of these doctors half a second to forget the Hippocratic Oath. <laughs> well, they start just like throwing scalpels. <laughs> well, actually, they thought that guy was transgender, and they were like, it's time to do harm. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, so... Both the doctor and both the surgeon and the anesthetist are killed in mm. the course of doing this. Line of duty. The the nurses kind of like flee. OSS Sandy Set bursts into the room with Anna Maria, and we have the best fight scene in the movie. Right. But the problem is, it's it's sometimes this happens in a movie where you have one guy who can fight or stage fight way better than everyone else. The guy with the Luger, who is just, he's in full surgical scrubs, by the way, which is masterful, um, just picked that off the disguise rack. Mm -hmm. Uh, That guy is so much faster and so much better at selling the fight scene than OSS Sondisette is. It's a really good fight, though. Yeah, like, and he's determined uh, to kill OSS Sondisette. Like, he tries to strangle yeah. him with some shit. Uh, I like that Anna Maria tries to help. She, like, stabs him with a mm. syringe at one point. Um, yeah. I like her generally as a character. She's always trying to help. She doesn't always succeed, but she doesn't just stand there like, eh. Yeah, she does She does scream a lot and get captured a lot, but other than that, you know. Mm. Yeah. This guy's kicking their asses for, like, the first half of the fight. Oh, um, yeah. It's, it's really phenomenal. Genuinely, extremely good stuff. Mm. Um, but... As in all things, it, it ends with him getting thrown out of the window, which is OSS Sondisette's favourite way to kill a guy. It's a, a special move, yeah, yeah, is to throw a guy out of a window. Apart from that one time, a guy just leapt off a balcony prison. <laughs> <laughs> just suicide henchman just fucking killed himself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so, so they flee the scene, mm. and Anna Maria's like, well, why, why didn't you talk to the police? And he kind of unconvincingly tells her, I'm I'm a gangster. Mm. By the way, here is my cover name, mm. Hubert Delcroix. Uh, and she goes, oh, the guy who got car bombed and then shot. Man, terrible day for that guy, apart from mm. anything else. The, the shot car bomb guy, he gave me this letter and this key ring for you. Like, by name, specifically. Yes. So if, if you're him, then I can give you these and have done with it, you know. Go back to my ranch. There's a really good line from her. This is one of my only drops I have, but there's, as they're leaving the hospital. But aren't we going to wait for the police? I don't have the time, darling. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, no, can't, can't be asked. Mm. No. <laughs> so they go to Anna Maria's gorgeous house. I'm not entirely sure what she... Mm. Oh, well, we do find out later what she does, but it turns out she is spectacularly wealthy. Um, and he yes. says, uh, do you want to have dinner with me, even though I've just like killed a guy in front of you? Like, are you traumatized yeah, or anything? No, I guess not. Like, she, she, He literally <laughs> tries to pull, stay out of this, don't get involved, don't like leave the house, but also go on a date with me. Which really is smart, uh, yeah. Hard to do, but he pulls it off, though. Yeah, well, the way, the way he does it is like, uh, well, you know, of course it'll be safe. You'll be with me. Mm-hmm. Massive, massive ego. Uh, but he, this is his like favorite move on her. Mm. Yeah, exactly. And the notebook has uh, next location in it, uh, which is Ellis's mm. office, his address. Um, so Sandy yes. Set goes there, and he's snooping around. There's some cool f- flute music as he's doing this. Very mm. cool, very funky. Um, and then another sexy lady, a third sexy lady, strikes the movie. That's right. Brazil is a paradise on earth. Um, yeah, this is. Another Consuela Moroni. Yes, she's Alice's secretary. The same woman, mm. and she's you know. Wait a bloody minute! Hold on a tick. <laughs> she's wearing one fit. It's the only fit she wears for the entire movie, and it's not good. It's, it's true. It's all. It's, it's like baby blue. 
like mm. oh, it's bad. bad. So sort of the 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 sixties outfit, high risk, high reward. Um, but there's some real yeah. bangers in here. Yeah, she's like, hi, I'm Consuela Moroni, and, and we're like, hang on a minute, that was the same name that the other lady gave, what's going on here, right? Um, and at this point, OSS deploys something that he does twice in this movie where he goes, why are you white? He does this, yeah. He, <laughs> yeah, this is yeah. He says almost verbatim the same to each woman. Mm. Uh, you you don't look the Brazilian type, right? Why and, are you and white they, and blonde? Wh- why are you white? Yeah, and, and they always answer him with like, yeah, my my father was Brazilian, but my mother was Swedish or Norwegian or some yeah. shit like that. It's don't the racial politics of this movie. So a lot of white people <laughs> in South America do not worry about it. <laughs> Changed my name to Moroni from Mengele. <laughs> Again, the the racial politics of Brazil and uh, this movie both interesting in in their own way because there are a lot of people of color in this movie as domestic stuff, mm-hmm. and then the only women that uh, OSS only said is interested in or talk to or get any lines are. Extremely white. Mm-hmm. Mm. It, it, again, the fact that this is sold as like a kind of tourist thing for Brazil is also interesting. But yeah, she's like, okay, I listen. I was his secretary. He's got a hidden safe, which he's already found. Uh, you, I guess, have the keys for it, but it's missing the one key that actually opens it. He has mm-hmm. three keys on this key ring, and there's only two. Mm-hmm. Um, and so she says, uh, your next contact is, is uh, a friend of Alice's called Mr. Salerno. Go and meet him, but not in the next scene. Like, give it a few extra scenes before you go see him. Yeah, go, go, go and meet him uh, on the Sugarloaf, under the big uh, Cristo Redentor statue. But, but not now, do it later. Because uh, first you've yeah. got to go and have yeah, dinner with Anna Maria at a spectacular outdoor restaurant. I want to find out where that is. Beautiful yeah. views. Does look good. Beautiful views, and then he he kind of like uh, they have te- terrible drinks though. They have Mexican champagne and Portuguese scotch. Yeah, he's which, snooty mm. about the drinks, which is like yeah, and and we get hit with maybe the most overt kind of patronizing misogyny in the movie because she gets mad at him for like involving her in this and not telling her anything. Mm. And he goes, "Have your question." Well, well, well. Now, what a charming little temper you have. Why? <laughs> She, she is she is very enamored by it, and I, I guess see how charming you find it when you're going headfirst over this fucking cliff, asshole. Yes, um, I, I I mean this kind of you going out the window sixties smarm, you know, uh, like she she sort of contradicts him about something else later, and he goes, "Well, there's that temper again," and it's like, Ugh. oh, standing up Gross. for yourself and your own independence is just actually just makes you more childish. <laughs> Get yeah. fucked. This is the. Must be that fiery Brazilian temperament I've heard so much about. Like, yeah, because they go what? and watch a parade, and he goes, "Wait, but 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 why are you white?" Yeah, he goes, "Hang on, wait a minute, though." But like, <laughs> why? Are you? you don't have the Brazilian vibe to you. You don't have the sort of any any anyone can be Brazilian. I you know it's uh, but yeah uh, because um, Brazil is a paradise on earth. It's also carnival, I guess. Or there's some carnival bullshit happening, so we can tick that off. And she goes, oh, my, my father's Brazilian, my mother is Norwegian. Mm, yeah. Cool. <laughs> um, okay. I do like that at the end of the night, um, they kiss, but he doesn't push it. He gets back into his yeah. car, he's ready to drive away. He's not, he's not going to try and fuck on the first date, which, nice, it's respectful. true. And we see um, that she's being watched by goons. She's, mm, she's and it, it, 
this movie is like clearly the biggest influence for the modern satire, like OSS on set, Riona Rapompa. Uh-huh. And one of the things they do in that is, uh, it's in the first one as well, is the guy with the comically big walkie-talkie being like, he just left, mm-hmm. right, following him around. This happens about 50 times yeah. in this movie. Mm-hmm. And so this is the first example where the guy's like, he just left. You can fucking like get her now. Mm-hmm. It's really funny to see the parody first and then the, the like yeah, the real one this afterwards. Is- Pretty perverse direction we've done this in. Mm. Uh, so he goes back to his hotel, yes. where bad Consuela, I've mm. started, I've taken to calling her, evil Consuela, the one who set him up. The fake Consuela. Yeah. Yeah. God. Yeah. He's waiting for him. And she's still pretending, because she doesn't know he's met the real Consuela. She's like, no. oh, I got scared and ran away. Like, she's still trying to cover for it. And he <laughs> plays along. It's fun. It's very clever. It's good stuff. Yeah. And she's like, I would like to like sleep in your bed overnight because of how scared I'm I am. So scared mm. in that. I'm so mm-hmm. scared. I need to be fucked until I'm not scared anymore. That's right. Which I know. mean, th- th- this is my personal <laughs> treatment for anxiety disorder. Also, yeah, um, yeah. it's seen that seen that meme where it's like, I just need to get railed. Sixteen hours of mental health. I just need to get railed. <laughs> she's in the first <laughs> bit of that. Yeah, yeah, very much. Mm. He gives a fucking tranquilizer tablet. Yeah, this is this is the thing, right? He, there are a few things that Sondyset carries on him in this mission that I'm going to question. And the first one is that he goes into the bathroom and he's like, "Here's this bottle of woman tranquilizers. I have to take two of these." And and because she's evil, right? She she like pretends to swallow them. And let me tell you, you see more believable fake pill swallowing on psychiatric wards. Like, mm. she's like, mmm, delicious pills. Uh, which, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Yummy! I'm just like rubbing my belly, like, mm 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 <laughs> so full yeah, of pills. The face I make when I'm full of pills. Um, <laughs> <laughs> he gives her the tranquilizer pills and then starts undressing, which made me very concerned. But then we wipe to the morning, and we learn that yeah. he did not, in fact, get in bed with her. He slept in the chair, which I was like, "Oh fuck, thank God!" In 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 the cuck chair, yes. Yeah, um, you would do it. So, yeah. so so he he gets up and he he starts. He goes into the bathroom. Ah, but first, whistling. but first, something oh. else happens mm. during the night, which is that uh, mm. the good Consuela, oh, yes. secretary Consuela, who is suddenly French, um, finds somebody breaking <laughs> into her flat slash Ellis's office, <laughs> which is the same. I should thing. explain the French thing. The the dub just drops out at that point and returns mm. to its original French. So mm. she's like uh, Arate or whatever. Mm. Um, it's fine. I won't worry. There's a there's a really <laughs> so she's for some reason like sleeping in the next room from Ellis's office, which like unusual. Mm, also yeah. in like in her clothes in her costume, which odd. Um, mm. But she she calls the hotel because OSS only said was like call me if anything goes wrong. He calls the hotel and the fucking goons have tapped the phone because they're like ha 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 don't count and they're going to rescue you and then like fucking Scarface appears I'm like oh shit it's good stuff cool. actually yeah yeah so then we cut to the morning mm. and uh, he he wakes up she's still he believes tranquilized he, he, he goes into the bathroom starts whistling he shaves and for some reason this is the funniest thing to me they've misdubbed his razor with a chainsaw so he just starts shaving he just says like and it's like <laughs> What? Clear cutting in there, dude. It's sir? tough. It's sometimes you need you need more powerful shaves than that. Yeah, yeah. I it's- thought that was just what sixty shavers sound like. My grandpa used to have one of those like rotary shave things that like always was really loud. It seemed so. So, so to be honest, it could be that. Much like the Nas song "Get Down," mm. she let some goons 
into the room. Yeah, he he knows that this is going on, right? So he's he's setting something up here. He's got a yeah. device in the bathroom with him, and yeah, it's, it's a little, little tape recorder. It's a little in a tape recorder, and you see him like like running his finger down his tape recorder spines, and one of them is like conversations on the phone. One of them is like mm. guy in the bath, and he's like, "All right, beautiful." <laughs> he puts that on, <laughs> and then sneaks around to see her letting the goons in. It's just like, yes, this is like genuinely like really quite good stuff. It's very clever. <laughs> yeah. So she lets the goons um, in and I- then he gets them at gunpoint. And once again, I appreciate that he doesn't kill them. But, but this is the thing. I, I return again to the Sandy set Brazil loadout where what he took with him for this mission was bottle of woman tranquilizers, uh, coil of bondage rope. Because he just goes, <laughs> hey, I, I, I have this. <laughs> Uh, bring some rope out, yeah. Yeah, and, and he's like, okay, go, go, go tie these guys up and then yourself. Trust yeah, him. Yeah, yeah his, his line is, do you know how to tie a parcel? And while I should be feeling normal about this, I come out of this mostly thinking about how I wouldn't trust this woman to tie a parcel. Well, yeah, so he, <laughs> like, he ties her up and gags her. My notes say, Ashoke Tensho COVID. <laughs> <laughs> I, this is this is the thing, right? I uh, it, it kind of the, really? the rope work is too bad. It doesn't like yeah. But you're a connoisseur. That's fine. That I I am connoisseurs, please. Mm. Uh, but he he leaves them all tied up and gagged on the bed together, and then tells <laughs> them, uh, "It's fine. Just breathe through your mouth," which is incredibly. Incredibly irresistible. This is a good way to fucking infinite jest someone to death. You can't do that shit, bro. Like, I'm drafting the callout post on OSS 117, right? You you shouldn't be leaving someone alone tied up anyway. You especially shouldn't be leaving them tied up with their mouth covered. Because what if they get a fucking cold? Yeah, what if there's a fire? Yeah. What if what if one of them has fucking asthma or something like that? You're just gonna kill these guys. Also, you don't want to interrogate them? Well, he's going to do that later. Yeah, no, his stated intention is to come back and talk to them, in which case mm. this is an extremely risky thing to do. Mm. And a little bit sadistic also. Yeah, it's fucking weird. It's very strange. But it just so happens that he's left the tap on in the bath, um, and it starts to, like, fill up. Dipshit. Yeah, yeah. that's also yeah. irresponsible. Yeah. <laughs> this guy. Just- Much lesser, but also it's a waste of water. <laughs> <laughs> And he's wasting water as well. Bastard. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, so, so now he goes to meet uh, the guy. Yes, um, yes. The, the, the Solano, contact. Yeah. And the way, the way he introduces himself, it's not funny, but it's funny to me. I don't know why, but his, the first line out of this dude's mouth. Enrique Solano? Yes. You recognize this bunch of keys. It just for some reason that just oh. really hits to me. <laughs> like, I gotta tell you, I don't know if I would recognize a bunch of keys. It's not like there's any key rings on there either. It's just two keys. Could you say the alphabet backwards? Uh, do you? <laughs> but I guess I might go. Well, no, but I do have. I do have a key which my the guy who got car bombed gave me and said, if I ever get car bombed, yeah. give this key to someone. Um, <laughs> Very specific. If you get car bombed, give this key to some guy called you there. <laughs> just, just, just a, a letter that just, just says, uh, "Open if car bombed." Yeah, different um, letter for every assassination method. Uh, yeah, I got these all yeah, in a safe yeah. in in my house. Yeah. So Sandy says, "Like fantastic, brilliant. Well, we've got the key. Now we can unlock the next level. So let's go to the office. By the way, here are the the cigarettes that alert you instantly." 
Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's again. Th- this is the same gadget he used in fucking Bangkok with the cigarette thing that you can use to like station yeah. a guy outside. Um, they- they've modernized them a bit into menthols. Also, small detail here: when he parks the car for this, he completely forgets to put the handbrake on. It just rolls forward <laughs> in shot, and they kept that. In. This plus the bath leads mm. me to think that OSS Sodiset's character flaw is that he's just like slightly absent-minded. <laughs> Yeah, 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 like dangerously <laughs> so. He just keeps leaving stuff about the place and be like, oh, mm. fuck, where the hell did it's I- my gun. Yeah. Um, so I, I could have sworn I tied and tied up someone earlier. Like, well, it's, oh, it's like the thing in the in the previous OSS movie where that guy like opens the car and he goes, who are you? It's just like, he's very genuinely just like, remind me, sorry. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Have I, have I met you before? He goes into the thing, finds good Consuela dead. Like, dead as fuck. Yeah. Interrupts. Scarface and normal guy trying to like weld their way into the uh, safe, and the guy, the normal guy, does my favorite thing, my beloved, the instant throwing knife attack. Mm. When you just have that on deck, when a guy says, "Hey, what's up?" and you spin and throw the throwing knife that you just have on on hand for yeah. this, you gotta be Ideal. ready. You gotta be ready. <laughs> Deal. Ideal. I would love to have like an instant throwing knife attack. Mm. So he he shoots the normal guy, and then there's a third guy hiding behind the door. So him and Scarface <sighs> and goon number three every, have a every fight. Every fucking goon gang has one guy who just goes straight to groundwork immediately. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> this third guy just like does a forward roll and then doesn't get up, just starts kicking him. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. And, and he's very unfortunate because in the course of this fight, the groundwork guy gets set on fire, puts it out, and gets set on fire again. <laughs> he like, gets set on fire a second time harder. Imagine getting set on fire twice in the same day. Because <laughs> the scar guy, he he has the um the like uh, he has the welding torch, and so he's menacing him with this. He's setting half the room on fire, mm. and he ends up setting his own boy on fire twice. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, my note here says "get welded, idiot." Um, which okay. So uh, Sandy Set beats them. He retrieves a file from the safe, um, and he books yep. it. And then his cigarettes start going off. Now here's something yes. really quite upsetting to me: is like that's the end of Scarface. We don't really mm, see yes. him again in this movie, and I I yeah. missed him a lot. But I love him. He fucking dies. In He's got to be because... the penultimate one. Yeah, his 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 cigarettes go off, and so he waits until everybody's in the room. The like gas for, from the welder is still going, mm-hmm. and then he just like throws in a lit match and blows up an apartment. Yeah, yeah. so three Which, extra reinforcement goons run in, and he he does commit murder at this point. It's a double tap attack. Having like having refrained from killing the previously, he's like, right, the body counts go from zero to five right he's now. He's like, right, fuck it. <laughs> Could have just left. Could have just left yeah. the situation. Meanwhile, thinking I'm back. Yeah, the water from the sink or the bath that he's left on is is dripping through downstairs in the hotel, and so the guy below calls the hotel, and they find mm. the like two guys and bad Consuela that he has left tied up on the bed. And as they as OSS on set gets back to the outside of the hotel, we see them getting arrested. Which first Why? of all, huh? for what? <laughs> for what? Is it a crime to get tied up in a hotel room? I mean, I fucking hope yeah, not. Yeah, I hope not. First yeah, of all, not be. Re- the kind of repressive laws they have in Brazil. But secondly, uh, and to I don't know, embark on a thing of slightly more seriousness here, mm. right? Um, 
throughout this movie, we've been seeing Brazilian cops, right? Um, the the like policia militar, right? They're all armed. They're all wearing like combat helmets and shit. He gets directions off a couple of them on horseback earlier, mm-hmm. and the vibe is like these guys are chill. Brazil is a paradise on earth. This is filmed in 1965. Uh, Brazil was one year into a military dictatorship that would last another 20 years, and yeah, in a large part of it was based on making Brazil appealing to tourism, right? And this idea that Brazil is stable and secure and don't worry about any of the kind of consequences of this. I mean, this was a coup that was orchestrated in large part by the United States and something called Operation Brother Sam, because they were worried that Brazil had its like first center-left president, uh, Gio Goulart, and he sort of like, you know, he refused to assist the Bay of Pigs invasion, which put him on Kennedy's shit list. Kissinger thought he was going to make Brazil the China of the 1960s. So they just had the military overthrow him in a way that is still, like, no one's ever been, like, charged or, like, convicted for any abuses to do with the dictatorship. They're still finding stuff because it's, like, even more successfully covered up than any other sort of dictatorship in South America. Mm-hmm. And so it's uncomfortable on that level to see the movie be like, check out Brazil, it's cool. It's, un- <laughs> it's uncomfortable to see it be like, here comes the Brazilian cops. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's, <laughs> you know? it's also a little mm. uncomfortable to see a woman get uh, bundled into a, a, a windowless van by a military dictatorship. The fucking gonna put her on the pauta rara like it's yeah, bad we don't see them again so i feel like that's no, no. Don't see them no she... it's just like that bit in doctor who where the master gets arrested by the nazis and it's like uh that's probably um, not good yeah. <laughs> that's not gonna end well no don't let him have that guy <laughs> So so he he like leaves them to their fate and goes to check in he's like oh damn i wanted to interrogate them question mark mm. i'm going to go check in on anna maria anyway yes so Oh, well, goes first, to meet her. first they they have this scene, uh, him and Seleno in the in the car, and where they open the file and it's got dried flowers in it. Mm-hmm. Oh yes, yeah, and yes. this hits the big racism button. Excuse yeah, me, I forgot yeah, yeah. this was now. Well, oh, no, he looks worry. at this. He looks at this flower and he's like, "What are flowers used for? Making drugs. Who makes drugs? Oh, have I got the answer to that? These flowers are going to lead me to the Indians who extract narcotics from them, and to their customers. Doesn't." know anything to make that it's just a deduction he's assuming he that and he's wrong also so because, is, of, because yes. of woke I didn't immediately realise that he means indigenous people of Brazil no so he I was means like, indigenous Wait, people India? Of that's fucking miles away dude what are you talking about like no, just he means he means like indigenous people. He's like yeah, because because I'm like woke uh, and soy and gay. I didn't immediately realize that. I was like, whoa, this kind of took a weird turn. But he's like, yeah, I'm mm. gonna I'm gonna find these indigenous people who are like making these drugs. I was like, oh, okay, there are secret villains, okay. are they? All right, yeah, uh, that's what uh, we're doing now. So, so uh, now he goes to see Anna Maria, mm-hmm. uh, and she's she's like kissing him immediately, horny. Yeah. Mm. And in the course of kissing him, she pulls out a fucking grenade and is like don't want about to about to Manchurian candidate him. Mm. Um, and he sort of pushes her away, grabs the grenade, throws it out of the window where it perfectly lands next to the two goons who are watching the house. Mm. Um, mm-hmm. And the lesson from this, kill James Bond, safety tip, always drive with a seatbelt off with a couple of drinks in you. But also, yes. if a grenade explodes near you, walk it off. Just mm, leave. <laughs> Walk it off, because like it goes off next to this one guy. He like limps a bit, and he's fine. Yeah, 
he was letting the sort of the red veins around the edge of his screen slowly pull back, and he was feeling fine again. Yeah. He's, so he's so so he's like, it's fine. Don't worry. I have something for this. Let me give you an injection. So again, <laughs> I I know that this man he left for Brazil, right? Complaining about how he wasn't gonna have sex, thinking about how many women there are in Brazil, and what he brought to Brazil was bondage rope, women tranquilizers brackets bottle, and women tranquilizers brackets injectable. Well, he actually injects her with the antidote to the flower, and I'm like, how the fuck does he have? Where'd that? you get that? Especially since you haven't been back to your hotel room, so you must have taken that with you when you left the people tied up, which is before you even knew that there was poison involved from flowers. Where'd you get this, my man? What is this he shit? He's just injecting her with shit. It's just saline. It's completely you know? conjecture. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't make any fucking sense. Where'd you get that? <laughs> you don't even know what flower that is. But he he injects her with this, and it's the next day, which it, it, it makes more sense if it is woman tranquilizer again. No, he injects her with it, and she comes too, and she's like, "The last thing I remember is you dropping me off after the date, and then I was unconscious." And he's like, "You've been drugged, and you tried to kill me with a grenade." And then she's like, oh, thanks for fixing me. And they kiss, and my notes say, not an appropriate time. No. Guys. No. You, she, like, she's got missing hours. You're standing over her with a needle. Like, now is not mm -hmm. the time to mm -hmm. be kissing this woman. But he does. Take her to fucking hospital? Like, test her blood, maybe, to get the hypnosis poison out of it? Like Nine-tenths possession. So I, I, really I, I, I have a drop of her saying. Consent. As if she's hearing it for the first time. So, yeah. Consent. <laughs> Consent? What the fuck? So what do I consent. Huh. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on, can you hit the consent one I'm, I'm again? Good. I'm good. Of course I can. Consent. I don't have the time, darling. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, oh, yeah. Someone who says, I just found out my actions may have hurt other people, been made aware of this. Um. <laughs> <laughs> just, just, just found out these pills are woman tranquilizers. Um, Damn, that's crazy. <laughs> It's <laughs> <laughs> the woman healing pills. Oh fuck! <laughs> fuck! They gave me the woman tranquilizing pills. Mm. Um, <laughs> so, so she is like, listen, we got, we gotta, we gotta go out to my ranch, my cattle ranch in the country in in Bahia, mm. because that's where the guy was on his way to. Mm -hmm. uh, it's where my brother Miguel is. Uh, we're gonna. Where these indigenous like, Americans live nearby. Exactly. Mm -hmm. um, so some goons they go set the car the, on fire. They do. On the way there, they're driving, and the goons' big plan is to spread petrol, gasoline, across the road, set it on fire, and then they just drive through it anyway and set the car on fire. What I respect about this is that OSS, he's working with a limited budget. All of these goons yeah. are also working with a limited budget. <laughs> they just be like, fuck <laughs> it. Fire on the road will do. Yeah, some shit I found. You know, it's the red barrels. At least make them yeah. stop, and we can shoot them. Like, yeah, they're doing the yeah. best with what they've got. Yeah, they put some fire in front of him. They stop, and they put some fire behind him. Smart. They're gonna shoot him now, but he he just drives through it, and they go, oh fuck, yeah. fuck. He he's he's trying to just drive away from these guys, but he he's hiding in the like um, yeah, jungle with with Anna Maria, and a snake sees her, and she screams. So he's forced to kill two guys, mm -hmm. and then just take their truck. Um, which is kind of unprovoked violence, but it is like it's woman provoked violence. They, they were armed. They would have shot him if they found him, I guess. Like, and then yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Her fitness um, one, all baby blue, um, like headband. Pretty good. Pretty good, baby blue sixties in this one. Oh, she she's gorgeous. Yeah. Take me back, Technicolor. Technicolor, save good. me, save me, Technicolor. Yeah, mm -hmm. good, good, good fits on her in this one. Mm -hmm. Um, 
So oh God, yeah, I they just go back. <laughs> they, Wait, they drive to the movies in car now. Like, what is that? What do you mean? It's the specific dye transfer process that they used um, before Eastman Kodak oh. came out with good enough color film to do it in one go. Like this specific look is is because of the way that they made prints of films back in the day. Oh really? I thought it was just so. I thought like they just like colors changed in in the 1970s. Like some wine dark sea shit that like that's just what everything looked like mm. back then. Yeah, no, it's, yeah, it's, well, everything was in black and white for quite some time, and then mm-hmm. suddenly everything was in really bright colours, and now well, it's in quite... had to ration colours after, during the war, and then... That's true, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. no, bring, bring back the kind of technicolour saturated effect. I need that shit so uh, bad, dude. But, but so they, they drive to the absurdly large, nice cattle ranch, mm-hmm. uh, where we're like, okay, cool, uh, these <laughs> are the good guys in Brazil. Yeah, our, our enemies, the indigenous People of Brazil and our allies. Why the humble cattle ranching millionaire? <laughs> Don't worry about it. <laughs> so, 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 so Miguel, 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 Miguel. So Miguel shows up on horseback, and he's like, "All right, listen, I'm gonna take you to the billionaire cattle ranch owner. <laughs> that guy's way better at cattle ranching than me, so he's gonna have some fucking answers." Yeah, he's also he yeah. knows all about the local people and their customs. He'll guide us to them, and I'm like, "Uh huh, yeah, cool, man." Yeah, this is he does. really good. Uh, so, so, so they fly out to his even larger, more palatial ranch, and you realize, oh, hey, <laughs> we were crazy, just huh? like destroying the Amazon for this, like yeah, for cattle, and now even worse for feed for cattle. I know. Uh, he, you know, this guy's evil because he's like actually evil, not just in the movie evil, because yeah. he's got his own private airstrip where he's waiting for them in a Rolls Royce. And the kind of, I think about the Fitzcarraldo-ness of bringing a Rolls-Royce to a cattle ranch in the Amazon you can only get to by plane, and I get very it's, angry. Yeah, yeah, no, it's bad. Mm. Um, My notes say mm. these cattle ranchers must be killed. No, yeah. Sh- truly, yes. Um, it, oh, hang on, I've got to drop for that. Kill this white demon. Thank you. Yes, <laughs> this is this is this is my and Lula's policy mm. for bringing Brazil into the twenty first century. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the, the Brazil viewership going up, up, mm. up. Um, <laughs> you think the Lulag's bad? You haven't experienced the KJB Gulag. Mm. That's right. No, I, I, I mean, listen. I, I think a lot about uh, South American politics increasingly lately because I went on that big Chilean kick and then. Brazil also, I'd, I'd like to recommend a book, actually, because we did it on, on Left on Red. Uh, f- friend of Trash Future, Yara Rodriguez Fowler's There Are More Things, uh, is some, some great stuff if you want to understand Brazil and the military dictatorship better. And also it's got lesbians in it, which I'm always yeah. in favour of. Also, so what much of the stuff? transphobia in Britain now was done in Brazil first. So much of the like the yeah. gender ideology mm-hmm. shit and like mm-hmm, protecting mm-hmm. schools from like the influence of gender ideology, that shit was like pioneered in Brazil, like years before anyone yeah, was talking about that here. There's a kind of like the fucking Catholics. Yeah, there are lessons for us. Well, also evangelicals and the evangelicals. Like, uh, yes, the Catholic evangelical. Bolsonaro is like a, a big, big evangelical guy. He really courts those guys. Um, and or courted, I should say. And yeah, I mean, Brazil has a lot of like lessons for other places, but also like its own conditions, its own places. I like thinking about them even when they make me very melancholy. Mm. Uh, as with a lot of places in South America, you know, uh, mm. if 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 Europe ever gets too too terrible, then I have to pray to God that South America doesn't join it because that's you know I would like to go to South America. 
mm. very, very badly. Anyway, this is all wildly off topic. They're taking it in turns. Argentina's doing the weird thing right now. You just just avoid them. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, Venezuela might be about to be on some shit too. Uh, the the point is, this oh, guy, um, Leandro, he he's like, Fucking hey, Leandro. check it out. I'll, well, I'll take you to dinner. His ranch is already more of an evil lair than the evil lair we're going to see, mm. right? Because it's fucking carved out of the jungle in order to build like a plantation house on it. Yeah. His staff, by the way, because mm. he has maids and a butler, all of his maids are black. They're all wearing 19th century service outfits. Yes. Um, at, at the table. Mm-hmm. While these white people talk about. Uh, as OSS Sondeset says, The ways of these primitive races have always fascinated me. Yeah. He goes, what brings you here, Mr. Delacroix? Um, and he goes, well, first of all, I'm very racist. Mm. So, yes. shut that down. He says, well, why do you want to meet the Galapa- Galapalos people, um, the indigenous people who make these drugs, allegedly? And OSS Sondeset is like, well, you know, I'm a journalist and I'm really racist. Um, I'm writing a piece yeah. for the Telegraph about them um, yeah. and about how much they suck. Um and like, I guess this could be OSS Sandy set in cover. He could he could be correctly guessing that this Brazilian cattle yeah. rancher is probably extremely racist, and therefore, by pretending to be racist, I will endear myself to him. But also, mm. it's interesting that like Anna Maria does not react negatively to this, um, because she no, doesn't know no, he's a spy. Too. Like he's just like, no. oh yeah, I'm, I'm a journalist. Um, so she's just like, yeah, yeah, definitely, they are primitive racists. Yeah, fuck them. Like. Yeah. So, so, so he, yeah. he said, so Leandro. definitely real racist. <laughs> oh, for sure. Leandro, at this point, explains the Galapagos to him, and he's like, the woke Brazilian military dictatorship are unable to interfere with their ancient tradition of human sacrifice. And again, what, what, what do we think South American military dictatorships tended to do to indigenous people? Nothing good. Um, mm. But yeah, no, because they're woke, right, they, they can't can stop them because the people who are humanly sacrificed... Consent. And they, <laughs> they, they, they like, they, they, they take the, like, drug that makes you kill OSS Sandyset, and then they throw themselves onto a pyre, and because they... Consent. The, the Brazilian authorities can't do shit. The Brazilian stop government them. can't stop them because they're concerned. That's f- mm, it's yeah. a shame. It's because of their woke, um, mm, soy, yeah. and gay. Yeah. Because they, they get dronified. They get <laughs> Take the nerd. shot, Captain Bolsonaro. I can't. I'm woke. Um, <laughs> Won't do it. He's woke. <laughs> so, so, yeah. Anna Maria, I get the, um, the consent drop from her saying, well, you can't just consent to be harmed. Which is also the legal position of the British government. Yeah, average Tory uh, MP position. Yeah, yeah. So, so he's like, it's it's fine. I'll fly you out there. It's it's in time for their big like festivity thing. Uh, you can see some guys throw themselves on a pyre. It'll be it'll be a grand old time. My notes say mixing cocktails and smoking cigarettes on my racist anthropology plane. <laughs> yeah, the sixties were a different time. Although I, I I guess there's probably people still doing this in Brazil. It's just an embryo now. Mm. Um, the, so thing is, the, I think this uh, would be enjoyable. Yeah, the, not the racist part. No, but no. the cocktails on the plane. Hopefully, hopefully nowadays we've we've got the technology where we can do cocktails and cigarettes on a plane without being racist. Mm, um, I hope so. God, I hope uh, so. But but so it, the, he, the guy he makes them all drinks and goes. By the way, my pilot's a Nazi. Um, this is true. <laughs> he says he says he's only killed. You know, jokingly trying to reassure them about the landing. He's only killed twenty people in nineteen forty. Now, I mean, there's 
if, if he had just said in the no. war, Brazil was in the on the Allied side. Like Brazil had an air force at the time. You know, the, the snake, the cobra was smoking at the time. Like you could be, but he said 1940. That guy's a Nazi. He's a fucking Nazi. Um, so just note that down. Uh. <laughs> and at this point, Miguel notices that they're going the wrong way. And Leandro mm-hmm. and the co-pilot fucking pull guns on them. And they're like, aha, we work for the bad guys. I was ordered to kill you, but because we're old friends and we're all racist, um, I don't want to join us. Join our vague mission. Yeah. 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 I'll, yeah. And, I'll and take you to Leandro, our headquarters, like, join or die. Yeah. Like, kind of, uh, yeah. And as Sandy says, like, die it is. So... We get we get a plane fight. Yeah, which... do we start approaching like an Inspector Fang singling um, like tier of destruction of set? <laughs> Genuinely, I I wrote down Brazil's got a big population and he's getting through them quickly. <laughs> like, oh, I hate how aligned we are on everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The God shared consciousness of Kill James Bond. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but so, in the course of this, every window in the plane gets smashed in a different way. Mm, it's a good fight. They're just cool. shooting guns up there. I don't, don't mm. even worry about it. The Nazi pilot gets fucking shot, first of all. There's there's this unbelievably funny shot that I, I just want to highlight where like there's a fight going on and you can see the pilot like looking over his shoulder at it. And I'm like, I would fucking hate to be. Because <laughs> you're like, oh, Fuck. Just just drawing the little curtain across. He's just like pressing the seatbelt sign, just bong, 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 sit the fuck down. <laughs> just be like, God, I hope this doesn't involve me. <laughs> but it does, they shoot him, he's dead. They shoot him dead. Because he's a Nazi um, and it's fine, it's okay. Yes, yeah. You can kill anyone. Uh, Bronstein Rosette for killing the Nazi pilot of the plane you're in. That's true. That's true. Oh, it's a Sunday set, get Sir Cronstein Rosette. So he, he takes over the controls of the plane, but Leandro holds... Uh, Anna Maria at gunpoint, and he's like, "Listen, I will pop the emergency exit open, and if you shoot me, she dies too." So Miguel blinks in the face of like his sister being killed, and is like, "All right, fine, I guess we're going to the fucking thing." Miguel's like, "All right." <laughs> so, so they they are flown to another airstrip where they are brought into the lair, and the lair is. How would we describe this lair? I kind of like the lair, actually. It's a little bit like ecotourism. Secret cave base? Yeah, I had a great time with the yeah, lair. Yeah. It's, it's got some walkways, and it's, it's a very nice set. It's cut um, into a mountain in the rainforest. Yeah, it's you know? built into the mountain. Yeah. It seems reasonably environmentally sustainable. You didn't have to clear the <laughs> fucking rainforest for it, you know? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. It achieved passive house certification. Um, yeah. <laughs> I've been watching a lot of grand designs lately. Um, we, the, also, they, we also meet our South American Hitler. Carlos. Yes. And yeah. he reveals our antagonist. His plan is to do modern warfare shit where he's going to unite all of South America into one nation and then take over the world by force. Using and the he sissy does this in front of in front of a war which has an admittedly really fire multicolor light up South America. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> It fucking goes, actually. <laughs> I did write this down. Like, whatever percentage of the budget they spent on the Light Up South America was worth it. Also, I want one. Well, yeah, yeah. yeah. we got to get one of that for the Kill James Bond, like, layer, you know? Yeah, 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 100%. The Light, the light Up South America is, like, really cool. Mm-hmm. So he's like, we're going to take over the world. So step one, sissy hypno gas, assassinate politicians. Yep. Step two, yep. unite South America. Step three, Carlos time. They're not... 
Nazis explicitly, they're kind of commie Nazis, you know? Mm. Like, he says later on to Leandro, a revolutionary has no friends, which is quite Leninist. Mm. Uh, but they're also kind of Nazis. Yeah. It's, like it's an excuse to not having any friends. Yeah. Revolutionary but has Leandro, so many friends. Leandro is like, being torn apart here. He's like, but these are my friends. <laughs> Leandro, I don't want to kill them. It's so fucking funny because, like, Miguel, like, there's this scene when they're talking to each other. Miguel is just staring daggers at <laughs> the whole mm. fucking time. And then he just goes, like, betraying friendship is the worst crime. Out of nowhere. You're and you're like, fucking sick. Okay, man. This guy's just, like, personally aggrieved. He doesn't care about the racism of a Nazi shit. He's just like, bro, what the fuck? Yeah, genuinely. Leandro is upset when he hears that Carlos tried to kill Anna Maria with the grenade in the previous scene, and I'm like, you tried to kill her 20 minutes ago. You were actually her holding her on an open door at the plane. You tried to use her as a human her shield. I can't keep using movies where the same stuff happens as a verb. This is gonna, like... Mm. Uh, they so, also, so they out OSS Sondyset as working for the CIA. And they say, ah, you must what? betray. Oh. Yeah, they say you must you must betray our your fellow agents. Gay. Uh, tell us all. Tell us the list of all the names of the agents in, working in South America, or we will droneify you and make you kill these people. Um, yeah, they kind of know he's not gonna do that, and they're gonna have to droneify him and make him kill first Anna Maria, which is the, kind of like the breaking point for Leandro. And as they're leaving the room, Anna Maria is like. You, you just fucked up because you showed this guy you're a pussy. Yeah, to she Leandra. gets this like insanely hard moment. She's like, "You've shown pity. They won't yeah, reward you for hard. that." And it's just like, <gasps> "Ooh." It's like this organization won't tolerate failure. Yeah, and you see, and you see Leandro go, "Fuck, this organization <laughs> might not tolerate failure." <laughs> he even asks Carlos when they leave. He's like, "Can you can we tolerate failure?" And Carlos is like, "Nah." It's like, "Nah, no, nah, 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 boss man." Carlos is like, "No, brother." <laughs> We will not be tolerating yeah. failure. This is the thing, it's bad management. If you just lied and said, yeah, one time we'll tolerate failure, Leandro would have been fine, but instead he goes to you his can, room- You can tolerate a quirked up white boy failing yeah, one time. Yeah, and he, and, and he sulks and he throws a whiskey glass against the wall and he's like, I guess I gotta fucking betray him to save my friends it's then. It's so funny, he's the most conflicted anyone's yeah. ever been. His ashtray is full. He's got a fucking tall glass of whiskey. He's just- Pacing around his room, and then he goes, "Fuck it, fuck it, I'm doing so it." Like, I, I will, I will betray the big light up South America for this. So, <sighs> so he holds up a guard, like Metal Gear Solid style, and unlocks their cell. Um, and him and OSS Sondyset like arm themselves, and they go to free the imprisoned Galapagos tribe. Yeah. Who? Yeah. Uh, listen, liberate and arm indigenous Brazilians. Again, a policy I and Lula share, mm -hmm, um, mm -hmm, and and th mm -hmm. this is what they do. You know, they bust them out of prison, and they go, "Here is like fifty Sten guns. Uh, yeah. Follow yeah. us." Yeah. Which let's go. Yeah, let's fucking. This, is, this sequence is off. sick. We've got some flawless uncle chops going on. Uh, one of yeah. the one of the tribesmen gets a silent machete throw kill in. Uh, one one seven and and one of the tribesmen like do some Assassin's Creed three shit where they hang two guards off a big rock. It's oh, the, sick. these two guys. We got to talk about these two guys. It's, yeah. Okay. Stop everything. I need to talk about both of Evan, those last two points please, for half an hour each. Please. First of all, huge shout out to the indigenous guy who overarmed through a machete yes. flat side down. I've never seen anyone do that <laughs> in my life. Second, the the hanging those two guards is so good yeah. because they're like. <sighs> They're shown interacting with each other beforehand, and they're lighting. They have a smoke break together. 
And it's one of them is lighting so the other one's cigarette. Sensual. It's so so mm. genuinely it's like sensual. <laughs> I, I like. I really expected him to just like lay his head on the other one's shoulder. Mm. Right. It's a beautiful I'm make moment. This the episode art. Mm. I have it. Like it's so beautiful. And then like it. It. Sh- they both get like nooses mm. thrown around their necks and yanked up. And my notes just go like that. Frankly, unbelievably sensual. No. <laughs> 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 yeah, no, it's it's really sad. Um, and just <laughs> he kills these fucking guys. Yeah, so 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 they have this gunfight, and and Leandro calls in the Brazilian military, who I guess just had like a company sized parachute drop ready to go, like on drop of a hat. Mm. Right, I checked I checked the time periods. This is about ten years too young for one of those paratroopers to be Bolsonaro. Um, and <laughs> listen, it, <laughs> frankly, unimaginable amount of people airdropping mm. in. Yes, yeah. Th- there's a gunfight. It turns from night to day really quickly between shots, which I'm really fond of. Um, and Leandro f- trying to capture Carlos sneaking out gets fucking shot in mm-hmm. the gut. Carlos and his boy Carl take Anna Maria hostage, and they they run. You can't, and- have, you can't be named Carlos and have a boy named Carl. Yeah. first of all, mm. it's like two. <laughs> you gotta, you gotta. One of you has to change. But yeah, they they capture the most easily captured woman in the world. He's like, oh no, and they escape by canoe down the Amazon. Like it, it's kind of, it, it's giving like Aguirre wrath of God in the last reel here. Mm-hmm. The Brazilian army. Sh- it's giving a lot. It's giving. Uh, the Brazilian army show up and. I don't the the homosexuality quotient of this movie in the last half hour. Yeah, it gets really homoerotic, mm. like really remarkably yeah, because, so. Because the Brazilian army are like carrying Leandro really tenderly, and then as they're trying to treat him for the gunshot wound, a guy just kind of like is touching his shoulders in a really mm. intimate yeah. way. Yeah. He's like rubbing his arms. This guy's wearing like a red beret. You imagine he's probably in, in charge of this and he's just like stroking this guy's <laughs> arms. And then uh, Leandro and Miguel, like they reconcile mm-hmm. and there's just such beautiful, like low key Latin music mm. playing in the background of it. It's, it's powerfully sensual. Yeah. Like it's deeply romantic. I think uh, just I don't know what happened to the movie to make the last like ten minutes so mm. gay for no fucking reason. I would be unsurprised to find out, like in the declassified archives, that the U.S. Army tested a gay bomb on the set of this movie. <laughs> like, <laughs> 1965, they're up to all kinds of they, like, shit. Released a gas on the set. Yeah, mm. Um, mm. but but yeah. So uh, OSS on the set commandeers a plane <laughs> and a military pilot, like a little Cessna. Uh, and goes and flies down the Amazon, catching up with their mm. canoe. And when she sees this, Anna Maria overturns the canoe, which is kind of an attempt to attack the driver of the vehicle you're traveling. Yeah, in, I guess that I counts. Think. Yeah, especially since, as we see, I mean, it, it it takes on the vibe of a wholly underrated 2000s art rock band because help, she can't swim. She fucking goes in the water and is immediately like, "Fuck." I've, I've fucked I've this fucked so oh, shit. badly. She manages to get to the rocks, but Carlos goes over the falls. He does. Uh, Carlos does, and yeah. Carl, mm. both of them, both, both Charleses, mm. go over the falls. Damn. And Osa Sondi say he has to get one more stunt in. So, so, so what he does is he like motions to the pilot, I'm going to jump in the Amazon. And the pilot gives him this like perfect shrug, like... Hey, listen, man, whatever you right. tell Okay. <laughs> At this point, you don't have it. a military rank. I guess you can just do whatever you want. I'm going just, back. Yeah, mm-hmm. If this guy wants to die, I'm, yeah, sure. Um, 
And <laughs> so, so yeah, he, he dives into the Amazon, saves her, fishes her out Perfect by the, by the falls. and from the plane. Good yeah. thing the water was deep around those rocks. Yes. The, the, famously, the water typically very, very deep at the top of waterfalls. Uh, because that's where the pool is, you see. Um, and yeah, they, he fishes her out and they kiss by the waterfalls. To remind you once again that Brazil. Brazil is a paradise on earth. It's a paradise on earth. And that's the movie. V- visit Brazil. I checked. Brazil. The Galapagos people do not exist. Also, nobody is credited as playing them. So I yeah. can't look up how racist the depiction of them was. I don't know whether those actors were real indigenous Brazilians. I don't know whether they were paid. There seems to have been no record of who played them at all. That's fucking insane. And that makes me think that they were yeah. indigenous then at that point. So, sort of doing a Herzog thing again. Back to Aguirre. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, but probably. also, while we're talking about people playing people in this movie and there being no record, the guy who replaced Cohen Matthews, Frederick Stafford, interesting biography, um, because he was born Friedrich Strobel von Stein. Uh-oh. In Czechoslovakia. Okay. Fl- fled Czechoslovakia in 1948, which would have made him 20 years old. Uh-oh. He would have been 17 in 1945. Uh. <laughs> he, 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 like, <laughs> fled the Russians. Per his biography on Wikipedia, it would take too long to move to the US or Canada, so he went to Australia in 1949 and changed his name to Frederick Stafford. And he got, he got discovered by the director of this movie in Bangkok the year before. Uh, I guess making the other one. Uh, he he was in a Hitchcock movie, which wasn't very good, and kind of ruined his career, and then died in a plane crash. But like, 50-50 chance, you can't defame the dead, 50-50 chance this guy's like some kind of Nazi fail son. It's a very murky biography, which is like... I would say that's quite probable, considering the way the timelines line up here. He can't be called Friedrich Strobel von Stein. Why would you flee after the war? Why indeed? Why, indeed. So much to consider. Yeah. Um, Although, I mean, another fact that you ended up dragging out here that I, I want to make sure is on the record is that he claimed, quote unquote, here in March se- 1970, that he was intended to play James Bond in Honor Majesty's Secret Service. We could have had the Nazi Bond. <laughs> We could have had a Nazi Bond, but instead we only got an Australian. We we nearly had Nazi Bond, please fuck my daughter, normal. (laughs) 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 We have all the Zeit in die Welt! Please make my daughter come like a howler monkey, you crazy racist bastard. (laughs) Now listen, Claes. Fuck my daughter. It's in close to right, 007. Well, this is an ordinary German Czechoslovakian man, but if you change the name here and here, he becomes <laughs> James Bond. Don't worry about it, okay. is what I'd say regarding whether this guy's a Nazi or not. It's impossible to find out. It literally is. It literally is. This is one of the things where like, Europe in the 40s was so fucked by the war, it is impossible to say anything about it. He could have been on some Russian doll shit. We don't know. But... <laughs> yeah, no, that, this is, that's that's the movie. That's um, the movie. What do we? That's the movie. Think about it subjectively. That's pretty good. What does it say about masculinity? It's better than the last two we fucking watched. I'll tell you that for free. That's true. Um, it's not in Vienna. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not got a guy scheming inside the fucking 
like merry-go-round in Vienna. Brazil is Brazil is beautiful, even if mm-hmm. the sort of equivalent today would be trying to make this movie in like uh, neon, you know, to launder the Saudis. Yeah, I can tell you this: there's nothing I want more than a Bond set in neon. The lathe, the, the lathe, the monkey's paw. Curls. I want that so badly. I need that shit. Chase down the entire <laughs> length of the line. Um, yeah, so. <laughs> It takes 20 minutes to go from one end to the other. So it's, the, it, it, it says the familiar stuff about masculinity, which is drug as many women as possible. That's kind <laughs> of most of it. Mm. That's it. Yeah, it says drug as many women as possible. Betraying friendship is the worst crime. Uh, um, being racist being is almost na- fine. Being racist is fine, but being a Nazi is a little bit too far. Just, just yeah, try to be yeah, yeah. normal Twilight about Spark it. Twilight Sparkle be like, betraying friendship is the worst crime. <laughs> yep. Uh, Brazil is a paradise on earth. Uh, a managed, controlled government is, you know, provides a much better touristic experience than democracy. Don't kill people, but then actually, it's fine. Yeah, somebody's uh, fits are okay. All right, and that's that's, that's it. We don't need to flail around wildly trying to end the podcast. We actually have a science-based we, rating we can system. Flail around in a predetermined manner. Towards the scum system yes. stands for smum, <laughs> cultural insensitivity, unprovoked, unprovoked violence, violence, and misogyny. And this feeling like a kind of vintage bond, as it does, I think this is going to rack up Connery numbers. So, with that in mind, I think so. how smarmy is this movie? It's got to be at least a five. Like, all that shit about, like, oh, I hope your kids are well, hot well, so I can well. fuck you. Like, <laughs> what a temper you have. You don't seem uh, white. <laughs> well, you don't seem Why are you white. white? <laughs> What's going on here? Explain your uh, what, what is it? Fucking haplogroup. Explain your haplogroups to me, my dear. Um, yeah, fucking. Five. It's a great thing to do on a first date. I think. Yeah, uh, sh- 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 show me the twenty-three and me. Um, five or six. I got six. 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 Don't do a twenty-three and me. That's another Kill Jays one safety tip. Don't do 23 I, I, I did it, and then I revoked that my, that my consent immediately, so they had to delete all my data, but it did tell me I am 100% British and Irish, or like 97%, oh, is which is- devastating. Yeah, like, th- I found out why I'm white, uh, which, <laughs> damning, damning thing to do to yourself. Uh, now, cultural insensitivity. It oh, it tries. It does so well right up until the end. I think actually, specifically when you were watching it, Abby, you put in the chat like, "This is remarkably less racist than I thought it would be." And then a little lady wrote, "Never mind." <laughs> I sort of disagree. Right in the okay, the, the, the racial hierarchy of Brazil, implementing itself like imprinting itself even more strongly on this movie to this the point true. that you look at it and it's like, "Huh, all of the like workers here appear to be black people." And then all of the people we're talking to appear to be white people. It, it's sort of like if you had shot an unrelated Bond movie in like Mississippi during segregation, where it's like, huh, weird that I'm just n- noticing this. We're not like observing it. We basically did. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Uh, we, we probably should have made more hay of that at the time. But mm. yeah, no, it's, I, I think that's pretty fucking racist. Yeah, for real. Also made up a bunch of indigenous Brazilians, didn't do any research into like finding whose, a real tribe. tradition is human sacrifice yeah. and drugs. Mm-hmm. And drugs. Which, uh, to and be fair, drugs. they sound like the party tribe, but yeah. like, I, that's yeah. still a slur. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, it's still not good. No. 
And also the fact that the people stealing their land and destroying all their shit. Oh, the good guys? Nah, fuck this movie. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Fuck this movie. Mm. Seven. The the Brazilian yeah, cattle ranchers. Seven. All right. Seven. Yeah. No question. Um, sure. Yeah. Fucking. hundred uh, percent. Unprovoked violence. I mean, he blows up an apartment with like three goons in it for not really much reason. Yeah, that's three murders. Uh, the like. Mm. Uh, the, the I'm struggling to categorize the sort of bondage excursion in this movie as unprovoked violence, but. It, it kind of is. Yeah. Like he doesn't just hand them to the police. He just kind of mm. goes, "Okay, well, I'm gonna I'm gonna place you in sort of a predicament bondage situation, mm. and then uh, be disappointed when the cops show up." What's he gonna do to them when they? Uh, so yeah, I, it's at least a couple, right? Like three or four. Four. Yeah, I would say so. Four. Okay. Four. I'm happy to put it towards four. And, uh, and then misogyny. misogyny. I ah uh, misogyny. I mean. Is I don't like that he kisses her immediately after she gets undrugged. That's not okay. You can't be tranquilizing yeah. women like this. You you can't you, do that. You can't they don't even really sell women. women tranquilizers anymore for basically this reason. Even if she doesn't take them, mm. like yeah, and also they're like, oh, that's a nice yeah. little temper you've got on you. It's like, oh, fuck off. Mm-hmm, and also mm-hmm. the fact that his boss is like, hey, you'll be able to fuck lots of women while you're in Brazil. It's like, nah, get fucked. It's, it's pretty misogynistic to, as well as racist to ask a woman, hey, what race are you before I have sex with you? Which, yeah, you yeah, know, true. it's, yeah. And then women in this, Anna Maria gets to do a few things, but mm-hmm. most of what she gets to do is get captured. And I think the, dis- yeah, I think the distinction between this and something like FX18 is largely in the acting rather than in the script. Mm-hmm. I think she could have played this a lot mm-hmm. more like damsel than she did. Uh, uh, Milan Demonjo. Yeah, she's, she plays it like Anna Maria is clever, which I like. Yeah. 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 Definitely. I, I, I don't know. I, I'm trying to remember how we've scaled misogyny in the past. I feel like this has to be like a four, right? I could go higher. I could go five. Five? Yeah. I'll go, yeah. I'll go five. Yeah. All right, that for your, gives for us your fiery Brazilian temper. Uh, um, I, I give that a total score of twenty-two, which is pretty high. You're 22. right; that is pretty much in the Connery Bond territory. Ah, uh, see, I'm a professional. I located this immediately is, in the Connery bracket. Mm, yeah, you're right. Same as you only yeah, live twice. It, it is. Mm. It's quite it's quite conorific, but I'd say there's like a little bit of Moorish DNA That's in there as well. Like, you can't of... say that. <laughs> You can't Great be word followed that. by an awful word. What's wrong with any of this? <laughs> you can't say. Well, conorific is great, but then oh, oh you mean like Roger Moore? Yeah, you know, that, the Moorish okay. DNA, like Mooresque. Then yeah. fine, whatever. I'm happy with that. Mooresque, so we know we're talking A about fellow ass. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I concern myself greatly with Moorish DNA. All right, let's get the fuck out of oh this. Oh my god! Yeah. Okay. So this this has been a horrible experience. <laughs> and that's 2024. Kill James Bond. That's baby. right. We, we will right. persist with this fuck. until we get bored. The next bonus episode will be one of our choosing. The next, I, I think it might be my turn, but don't quote me on that. And then the next mainline episode is going to be Red Dragon, or in its original title, Das Geheimnis der Drei Schunken. Oh, it's another German one. Mm-hmm. Not that Red Dragon. No. Yeah, not that one. So Different one. 
Yeah, no. We hope you have a fantastic 2024 uh, and continue accompanying us through it, and we will see you next time. And always remember, mm -hmm. Brazil is a paradise on earth. Bye, everyone. Bye. <laughs> yeah, see ya. Thank you for listening to yet another episode of Kill James Bond. In two weeks' time, on the free feed, our next mainline episode is going to be Red Dragon. Not that one. I guarantee you, it's whichever movie you're thinking of, it is different and worse. Um, but joining us on that will be Alex Patak from various of podcasts. The Dragon Ball Z one. War Raiders. Things of that nature. However... If that is simply too long for you to wait, then you can head on over to our Patreon, where next week we're doing Zardoz. Special thanks, of course, to our £15 and above patrons, and those are Space Northport, Lobjornsdotte, Candy Fox, Rare Aloysius, Gustavo Lira, Little Maybe, Jack Holmes, Mike Berg, Hannah Oberhardt, Nick Boris, Power Dad, Natamori, Jason Hager, George Orohark. Kentucky Fried Commie, Drone Lover, Yarrick, Melody Gonzalez, the patron who gives you $15 instantly, Labor Delenda Est, Callum Burney, Jay Martindale, Trip, Library Hitman, Max Game and Heart, Jonathan Gerd, Mothman, Beef Crime, Kit Divine, Jack Drum and Top O, Steve Widdishins, Anne Hedonia, Maeve Victoria Roth, Rosie Can't Fail. I really like Anne Hedonia, by the way. That was that's good. That's funny. Help send horses and men. Uh, Claire, Forrest L. Novell, Lexi Bomb, Lenina, uh, The Project Project. Just after I started getting your name right, JR, come on. Uh, it's the new year, I'm gonna start on this first one. Emery, Commissar Ozymandias, Whitney Wolverine, Trans Robot, Just the Worst, Hell, Joyous Uwu, Kill James Bond, Highlights, San Hutchin, Artemis, Violet Cyber, Isopod Gal, Annie Ruby, Katie Probes, Bronan, Clarification, Varatsukat, John 2089, Noblesse Oblahaj, Connor's Cool Big Sister, Sergeant Jackram, Seng Shen, Alex, Liz and Ash in Florida, Corvid Cultist, Wolf Scott, Quinn Valeri, Grendel Growls, Wolfie, Philippa Smith, <sighs> no, uh, Finn Ross, Robert Greensmith, Abigail, Electro the Cyber Poppy, Loz Pycock, Mega Combi, Emily, Queen of Sloths, Turfsy Shit and Die Alone, Josh Simmons. Josh Simmons is my real life friend. I don't put any ceremony on his name. I've just read it out every single time. This man is one of my oldest friends. I've known him for over half of my life and I love him with all my heart. Uh, Zoe Shepard, cheer up love, might never happen. Bay needs a new $15 membership so she isn't inconspicuous. You could get on top of that pretty swiftly if you wanted to. Talkative Tiger, Lauren Bastin, and Robin Minchus. Minchus, I believe is what I've been told. Your James Bond is Alice, Abigail, and Devon. Our producer is the wonderful Nate Bethay and lovely Tom O'Mahani. Uh, our podcast art is by Matty Lubchansky. Our website is by Tom Allen. And there are still pins available on killjamesbond.com slash store. It's past Christmas. I'm back in the house. I'm sending them out again. You know you want them. They're really good, actually. I love them a lot. All right, love you. Bye. Bye.